welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians Podcast. Today you are joined by your hosts, as always, Tiara and Jack, and thanks so much for tuning in for what is now episode two of our Road to 2021 Comp Prep Series. And you know, if this is your first time tuning into this new series, we highly recommend going back and checking out episode one, just so that you know you can follow along with the timeline. So before we get into today's episode, Jack and I just want to remind you that if you do enjoy these podcast episodes, please feel free to tell your family and friends about them, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, and if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always check out our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com, which can also be found in the show notes below. So yeah, without further ado, let's kick it off, Jack. Episode two. Yeah, so I think we left off last week with uh, both of us being not 100% certain about which season we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think we've, after a bit of consideration on my part, I think Tierra was always pretty certain on season A compared to me. But yeah, I spoke to a good friend of mine. He gave me some advice. Obviously, Tierra and I are speaking a lot. And I think I will probably go ahead for season A and which is, yeah, quite a big change for me because I've always had like season B 2021 as my big goal. But given that I last competed in season A of 2018, it's still going to be a three year off season, which is quite considerable. So yeah, big decision, new goals to work towards. And um, one of the main aspects of why I chose season A instead of season B, like realistically, the amount of change you can make to a physique by starting in around October versus April um, or slightly before April, it's not going to be much at all. I am just so excited. You know, now we finally have a goal set in stone. Obviously, the exact show dates haven't been put out yet, you know, so we don't have specific dates, but it's pretty damn cool that we now have a season to aim for together. That's just so exciting. And yeah, what were some other things that, you know, made you want to decide to do season A instead of season B? Yeah, well, I think I just have that itch to compete again. And that's, to be honest, the major thing. Like, I feel like my training has been going well. And whenever my training has been going well, I get the itch, okay, like, how how am I going to look on stage? And especially I think now um, I'm at that point where probably have the most muscle I ever have Mm -hmm. um, compared to when I was um, even have a few niggles. But other than that, it will be very nice for Tierra and I to compete again together and like um, work towards a goal together, do a photo shoot or two (laughs) and travel together and yeah, it would be not optimal if we were both, um, if we competed different seasons, because then we'd both be dieting the whole year, which um, relationship-wise can be a bit stressful at times. So Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I don't think there'd be much libido in this house. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, it's just going to be so awesome because, yeah, the last time we competed together was 2018. So, you know, come back and do it again three years later. And Absolutely. It's just going to be so fun to go along that journey together and experience it. Obviously, there's going to be those challenges, but I think we can take it. You know, we're both bodybuilders. We both understand what each other are going through and we can still be there, you know, to our best potential to actually support each other. And man, it'll just be awesome, you know, being able to go to the shows together and travel together and then 
the same time, because this year, you know, there's so many restrictions with COVID-19, like Jack and I actually had quite a few plans to travel this year, especially after all of my competitions, you know, we actually had a club med trip uh, booked for Bali in June, you know, and we were going to go down to the Arnold's and we were going to go overseas, but we can't do that anymore right now. So, you know, unfortunately this year is kind of a write-off for travel, but next year if we do season A together, then, you know, we have the whole rest of the year to still take advantage of those travel opportunities and have the rest of the year to just take full advantage of everything, you know, work-wise and life-wise. And it'll just be good, man. It'll be exciting to just go through it together. And who knows, you know, maybe we might even wear the same color suits again because we do have that one picture that we seem to use for like everything, but that we have from our very first competition where Jack's like in the blue trunks and I'm in the blue, you know, bikini. But uh, this time, you know, Jack will just be an even bigger bodybuilder and I would have upgraded myself to fitness. So whew, pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, I think we only got like two or three proper photos together the whole prep. Gosh, I just, I feel like so much was going on. It was just like, we had a total brain fart in that sense, you know? Like, guys, if you're going through a prep, plan photo shoots. And again, that's a huge mistake I made this past prep because like, obviously my prep got cut short at the very beginning and I was planning to do photo shoots with like Nelson and stuff near the end of my prep when I was absolutely, you know, at my leanest and also when I had uh, the sports model clothing to actually do a gym shoot with Nelson. But man, COVID just got the best of the entire situation and I didn't even get to plan photo shoots. I didn't even get to compete with ICN. So, you know, I didn't even get that sportswear gear Anyway, that's a total tangent. But yeah, dude, if you're doing a comp prep, plan your photo shoot well in advance. And that's something we will definitely be doing. Mm. Yeah. Should we get a gym one, beach one? Oh, I think we should get gym, yeah. beach. We could do Calvin Klein. Ooh, mm. all the oil. That'd be cool. Black and white. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I know some photographers. <laughs> cool. So I guess what we'll do now is head into a bit more nitty gritty in terms of what our plans are in mm -hmm. terms of the structure that we'll follow. And this is something that I thought about a lot this week. And I had a, even had a call with Alan from Flex Success about it. I think he'll definitely be my uh, go-to person. And I think it helps. I think even if you are a coach, it helps considerably to have someone in your corner that you can talk to. And the good thing about Alan compared to Tierra is that he's, well, obviously he has a bit more experience in bodybuilding but also he's he's objective it's outside of our relationship mm -hmm. and he doesn't see me every day he purely sees what I give him and I guess what he sees on Instagram as well yeah so. absolutely I'm so grateful that you have Alan in your corner and I couldn't agree more it's so important for coaches to consult with other coaches and that's what I'm super interested in Jack so please Give everyone, you know, some some details on what you got you and Alan spoke about during your consult. Yeah, so assuming that the shows are the same approximate date as they were this year, they probably will be. Uh, it's we're about still a year out, so I've got quite a long time. And my prep itself, um, regardless of whether I do a mini cut or not, will be about 25 weeks, 25 to 30 weeks, and until the first show. So it'll be longer in that in total, of course. And so I have, I have a couple of different options. What I'm leaning towards right now is, because this is probably the biggest I've ever been, but it's probably also close to the most body fat I've had. I was probably 
a bit chub, more chub um, when I started my last prep. <laughs> and I didn't mini cut prior to my last prep. And I started that around 89 kilos, um, got down to around 74. So what we're hoping this time is that I'll... The goal is, of course, to bring more muscle, which I undoubtedly will. And hopefully the lowest I'll have to go is around like 76, 77. Um, so that's a solid increase from last time. But the more important factor is I'll have way more, but I'll also be considerably leaner as well. Not just from having more muscle, but also more density as well, especially in my upper body. So what was your stage weight last time? And what was the lowest weight you got down to just to give people an idea? So the lowest weight I got down to was actually after my show, because um, that's how weird I am in my reverse diet. The whoosh! <laughs> uh, it was about 74.6. And the heb- my, my um, show day, I was around 76, slightly higher than 76. Mm-hmm. But like I was, I was as lean as we could have got without my upper body just like being skeletal, because I just didn't have enough upper body density. Um, especially my shoulders. So, and yeah, this time we'll just see how it goes. We're approximating, yeah, the lowest I'll have to go is hopefully 76. We'll see, um, which kind of does make sense. And so I'm about 91 right now. I, I still have another probably anywhere from three to five months of gaining left, depending on like being an energy surplus, depending on whether I decide to mini cut, which is something we discussed as well. And so that'll leave me with, I want to get to maybe 93, 94. And that means potentially losing 17 kilos, Mm -hmm. which is in my opinion, too much weight. So that's why I'm leaning towards, uh, well, it definitely is too much weight. I think, um, that's our opinion to to lose in one go. Yeah. So what, what I'll do is probably at the, considering 25 weeks out is approximately like the second or third week of October. What I'll probably do is do a, a very aggressive mini cut. Um, we'll still within the guidelines, one to 1.5% of my body weight each week. And that'll be from first week of August um, till the first week of September. Um, so probably lose about five kilos in four weeks, which I think is easily achievable for me, especially considering um, calories are very high at the moment. And after that, I'll do probably about six weeks of maintenance, um, maybe a very slight surplus, get up uh, calories up as high as possible again, and commence the diet at around like 88, 89, um, which will be about 15% over stage weight, which is closer to where I want to be. So about um, 11 or 12 kilos. Yeah, I think that is a really solid draft plan, you know, To and obviously, like you said, we're still a year out and everyone knows, you know, things slightly change, you slightly modify the plan. But as a base, I think that sounds really good. Yeah, it's um, the way, obviously, the way I'm approaching it this time is light years ahead of last time. And mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that ties into what we spoke about on our Q&A about just prepping more than once and having that experience for ladder. And obviously we're much more experienced coaches now and mm-hmm. we, we know consider considerably more. Yeah, absolutely. It really pays off, you know, to just have more knowledge and just have a solid plan. And I have to ask, you know, compared to last week, because last week at this time, we didn't really know, you know, whether you would be doing season A or season B. Do you feel any different now, now that you have a very specific goal? Yeah, I think there is always that initial surge of motivation. And I hope that like I, I'm, I, we've always said like, it's difficult to rely on motivation all the time. And I think 
when it does come, it is quite enormous. And like, it's almost like, oh, wow. So that's what motivation feels like. Mm -hmm. And you kind of like the times I usually get it is like when I have that prep goal in mind or when we go to a show and it's a couple of weeks after the show and you see everyone there. So it does definitely feel good. Like automatically, like I went into my leg session yesterday, um, like added it five extra kilos on for squats and matched reps. So crushed it, <laughs> but luckily didn't crush the floor. <laughs> and yeah, it does feel great. Again, I'm not going to expect it to stay around forever, but it feels mm-hmm. good while it lasts. Yeah, definitely. You know, just having a date in mind. And even if you're still pretty much doing the same stuff, cause you and I are always working hard around the clock all year, but actually having that very specific date, you're like, okay, really got to make every single day count. Yeah, of course, which we would do regardless anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jack, so I have to ask, you know, you're not just doing bodybuilding this upcoming season, are you? So yeah, bodybuilding will always be my main focus and where the majority of my interests lie. But depending on how ICN promotes uh, classic physique, that'll definitely be something I want to give a shot as well. And because, yeah, sometimes they have the muscle model and I think the classic physique might have taken over the muscle model um, if it has. Um, yeah, if they if they um, promote it as like IFB classic physique where they're looking for bodybuilders who have the classic look, then I'll definitely be doing it. If they're doing it as more of a muscle model takeover, then I might not. So we'll just have to see. Mm-hmm. I have a good feeling, you know, because they've brought out classic in the last few seasons and, you know, it's just continuing to get better and better. And man, I think that you have the most incredible physique for classic physique. And even some of the judges, you know, have said that you have a great physique for classic physique. So... Oh boy. And the posing, cause you're already such a great bodybuilding poser, but I can't wait to see you do classic physique posing. Thanks. You too. <laughs> what me doing classic <laughs> physique posing? Am I going to get hooked up with Pete? <laughs> oh yeah. You can just do it with me. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> no, but that's another thing. So getting posing lessons, right? Yeah. So whether I do it from uh, Peter Hartwig, who's, who just turned um, IFBB pro or Alan as well. They're both mm-hmm. great poses. So mm-hmm. I'll probably start off on my own, learn as much as I can, and then uh, get seek additional help if I need it. Yeah. And luckily you bought that ebook from Pete, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. A lot of depth, which is great. Mm-hmm. Go, it has video tutorials and everything. So Sweet, man. So oh, fingers crossed that, you know, everything does go ahead and you are able to, you know, obviously give bodybuilding your best crack, but give classic physique a be- your best crack too. Mm. And what's your plan with everything? My plan. Okay. So yeah, I am just ecstatic that we are going to be competing together. And, you know, I feel like because this past season was kind of just ripped out from under my feet next year, you know, I'm just giving it another shot, man. I'm doing it again. And although I'm not usually the biggest advocate for doing necessarily back-to-back seasons or going back-to-back in terms of years of competing, feel like I'm in a special circumstance right now because I didn't really get to uh, compete this season other than one show out of six. So next year, I just plan to give it another crack. So I I am so determined to do IFBB again, you know, and do Arnold's. Hopefully, geez Louise, the international show does go ahead down here in Melbourne. I've got a good feeling it will. I think everything will be back to normal, certainly by next year in March. But 
Yeah, so doing IFBB in it's the show in Queensland is usually in February and then Arnold's will be in March. And then, yeah, all the ICN shows should run throughout April and May. And then the AWNBS show is generally the end of May, too. So, yeah, aiming for uh, all those shows, uh, probably around six again, which is pretty exciting. But, yeah, pretty much if uh, the shows do run around a similar time as they did this year, then let's say that the IFBB show here in Queensland was somewhere around the 20th of February. Around 18 weeks out from that would be around the 3rd of October, I believe, this year. So that's 18 weeks out. And the reason why I'm not going to be doing a 25-week prep is because I'm still coming off the back end of this prep, and I don't plan to get nearly as heavy as I did for my last prep uh, at the beginning. So I will be starting my prep off, you know, around, I'm estimating around that 64-kilogram mark. And then depending on what my physique looks like at that point or how much I weigh, you know, I'll probably be giving myself anywhere between, let's say, 16 to 20 weeks to prep, you know, um, to probably lose a solid six kilograms. And obviously, if I was really aggressive with my diet, I could certainly do it in less time than that. But I just, I don't like being super aggressive with my diet. I really like losing closer to that 0.5% of body weight per week for most weeks. Obviously at the very beginning of a diet, you can push harder. So anywhere between 0.5 to 1% of body weight. But yeah, I should be starting prep somewhere around beginning to mid-October. So I've still got quite a solid few months left too, like maybe five or six months or something of solid gaining. And man, just I'm feeling good right now, you know, like best I have felt in months. Like I'm just really happy with how my training performance is going right now, you know, coming off the end of prep every single week, I'm just able to complete significantly more reps, you know, lift more weight, do an extra set. Like training is just phenomenal right now. And I just feel really happy at this body composition. My body weight is up by 100 grams on average compared to last week. So last week I was weighing around 60.3 kilograms on average. Now I'm 60.4 kilograms. So it's good. It's that slight rate of gain, which I'm aiming for. And nutrition right now, macros are still the same. I find that, you know, Jack and I have had this discussion. For a lot of people, you have to incrementally keep increasing macros but for me I feel like I just find like a happy medium right and I just can you know progressively gain from there while not increasing them you know every single week or every single fortnight so they're still the same at uh, 375 grams of carbs I'm eating around 180 grams of protein just because I love protein and around 40 grams of fat but yeah, that's, uh, that's me right now. That's kind of my rough plan. But again, we can't set specific dates in stone until we actually know the specific show dates. Yeah, I'm sure they'll announce the show dates whenever, whenever they're ready and whenever they have the required information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, no. we're still working very hard and wh- whenever they are, you know, we will be ready. We will have planned. <laughs> 
Yeah, and there's even talk about potentially um, Worlds going ahead in Season A next year. Mm -hmm. Well, not talk, but I'm hoping that it will. (laughs) Yeah, well, because this past season, you know, obviously all the shows were cancelled, but Worlds was meant to be in Korea, and that was cancelled quite a ways out before, you know, Australia went into a lockdown with everything with COVID. But yeah, maybe they will do it again next year, Mm. so... Who knows, Jack? Maybe you and I are going to Korea. (laughs) Or Adelaide, because it was um, meant to be in Adelaide, I think, one of the seasons this year as well. Yeah, for season B. Yeah. Yeah. So, gosh, who knows what's going to happen? It will be exciting. But regardless, it should just be so cool to go to the shows together. We'll be able to go to Arnold's together. And there's, I reckon season A is going to be freaking epic because... Who knows if season B is going ahead at the end of this year, but I have I have a feeling that it's just it's not going to be the usual season B that it is, you know, cuz season B is usually the biggest season because like there's so many travel opportunities especially, you know, over to international countries, right? And uh I just don't feel like it's going to be the same season B, especially everyone coming off the back end of, you know, home workouts and stuff, just trying to get over this whole COVID situation. But season A next year, I reckon it's going to be freaking lit. Like, because by then the gyms would have been open for quite a number of months. Everyone's going to be hyped up, you know. I reckon it's going to be a really epic season, probably the biggest season A in history for probably ICN and maybe even other federations too. And gosh, even the IFBB and Arnold's, like imagine if they finally open up international travel by that time, how many athletes are just going to be so freaking psyched to compete overseas? Yeah, it's going to be a big season. And I think the federations are going to want to make it big for the the mm-hmm. first proper return after a whole year off. So Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so celebratory. So Jack, has anything else been up with you for the last week? Uh, nothing really overly exciting. Just uh, continuing to isolate indoors, going for the uh, occasional dog walk each day. <laughs> and yeah, training is going well. Um, consistently going up in lifts, which is really encouraging. And nutrition... Uh, nutrition has been uh, just having to eat more food at the moment because now that I'm wearing this uh, Fitbit, I'm trying to get at least 8K steps a day, which basically means my my daily requirements have gone up for, for carbohydrates. So yeah, and consequently, my body weight has been a little bit stagnant the last couple of weeks. Um, so I need to just eat more. <laughs> so wait, what on, on average, how much is your body weight up this week compared to last uh, week? I think only about like 0.1 kilos. Okay. So, well, that's still slightly up, you know, on mm. average. <laughs> yeah. And um, what about, so nutrition, there was there was a bit of a change to your post-workout meal this week, wasn't there? A bit of a sweet change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I had to go with pancake mix instead of flour because the um, flour is completely gone at Woolies and usually I get wholemeal self-raising flour and I had obviously pancake mix, like one, it's white flour, two, it's half of it's like sugar. Um, per weight and then I have it with low-fat ice cream as well so I found like the first time I ate it I could like feel my feel me go into hyperglycemia <laughs> which and it, it actually made me feel a bit sick and digestion was a bit off after that so but now I've just started having supplementing it with oats um, to increase the fiber content and feeling a lot better now yeah good old oats they just they just <laughs> fix everything don't they but yeah dude what the hell is up with the flour issue okay like <laughs> i highly doubt people are home right now baking their own bread like dude just go and buy a loaf of bread like jack and i actually use wholemeal flour to make 
protein cakes and cream of wheat and other things, right? But I haven't been able to find it for weeks, okay? And I had a total fail, right, like two weeks ago because I haven't been able to find flowers for so long. I tried to buy chickpea flour and, uh, oh man, it was just, it was awful, right? Chickpea flour is no replacement for real wholemeal flour. And I tried to make it as if I would my cream of wheat. So I just tried to blend it with some cocoa and microwave it. It was so bad. It was just like this, like, You still soup. ate it. Oh man, dude, I'm so glad I'm in my improvement season now because if I would have had to eat that thing, and it was like maybe 70 or 80 grams of carbs, right? If I would have had to eat that in prep, like, and if I made that mistake of making that on one of my high days, I probably would have cried. <laughs> I would just be like, this is such a waste of carbs. I'm just like drinking this cocoa soup. And then like the chickpea flour like hardened on the bottom. It was so bad, man. So... Dude, I, I don't care what any vegan or person says, you know, <laughs> who's like gluten intolerant or something, chickpea flour does not even come close to wholemeal flour. So I, I learned that the hard way, but geez Louise. Anyway. You, at least you have buckwheat flour. Uh, yeah, buckwheat's awesome. Buckwheat is amazing, but chickpea, n- n- not for me. Not for me. <laughs> uh, never again. You live and you learn. But yeah, seriously, dude, like... Can people just stop fear buying the flour? I need that stuff. I love that stuff. Anyway. There is lots of bread at us. At yeah, our there's lots of bread, but like, oh gosh, I, I can't make cream of wheat or a protein cake out of bread, you know? So you could eat bread. I could. I Well, I'm eating like my Lebanese breads every day for, um, for lunch for my pizzas, but... What's the issue with bread? No, there's nothing wrong with bread, man, but you can't make it into a cake. I can't like blend slices of bread with my protein and my bananas. It just be, it would be worse than the chickpea flour. Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. It, nothing could be worse than that, but <laughs> wouldn't be that great. But yeah, uh, oh, something else. So this last week, Jack and I actually recorded a video for VPA. So they're the supplement company that we are affiliated with. So last Thursday, we got to go live on their Instagram and we just filmed about a 20 minute video just talking about, you know, exercise and immune health and the important role that nutrition plays in immunity. So yeah, feel free to go check out VPA's Instagram and check out, you know, their stories, their live stories, and you can see Jack and I on there just uh, having a chat. So that that was really, that was a cool opportunity. Mm. Yeah, it was a good experience with it being live. We've never done anything live mm-hmm. before, but... Definitely some same. interesting <laughs> comments. <laughs> yes. Some dude said like, thanks for the motivation, TBD. I'm now doing bicep curls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, they might be a listener right now. So. Oh, well, welcome. Hello. <laughs> I hope you're doing curls now. You probably got bigger biceps than both of us combined. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it, right? So what we will finish on for our last question of the day is one thing that we want to improve upon for this next week. And also, Jack, the goal that you set last week, did you achieve that? Yes, I did. So I did... I forget what it was exactly. I think it was 80 kilos for three sets of 10 reps on um, high incline barbell press. Mm -hmm. And I got that. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, I'll probably make it another gym lift. I would like to get probably 157.5 for three sets of eight on 
audience. Whoa, that was a really <laughs> long explanation. <laughs> okay, so can you just say that again a little bit quick? You almost lost me. <laughs> so yeah, one fifty-seven point five uh, for three sets of eight reps on barbell RDLs. Sweet. Well, I have no doubt that you can do it. I'll probably be there filming it. So yep, that's the best be thing about this improvement season. We can literally just aim for gym lifts. <laughs> it's good. Yep. <laughs> And what about you? Well, mine's going to be a gym lift. <laughs> but uh, la- last week, you know, I did bench press and across all of my sets, I got 11 reps. So this week I am going for 12 reps on each set. So yeah, and I'm, I'm lifting. Uh, we ha- kind of have a mystery bar, right? I think that we need to, one of us needs to jump on our scale and then hold the bar and see how much it it's actually about eight weighs. Kilos. It's somewhere uh, 8 to 12.5, depending yeah. on if you put... <laughs> <laughs> depending on if you put the you know the little safety things it's on not 12.5 i don't know man we gotta see we don't we actually have to weigh it maybe we'll do I that after this 12.5 because then i would be lifting more yeah maybe you're already yelling 160 but uh no okay it's some it's something but i put a 30 kilo a 30 jesus one day 15 kilogram plate on each side for bench and then i'm benching that for all my sets so I want to get that across 12 um, for 12 reps for each set before the next week I'll increase the weight by 2.5 and try to start aiming for, you know, reps of anywhere between 8 to 10. But yeah, strength is just through the roof right now, man. Like I can't like the best part about ending a prep and then going into your improvement season is just the exponential strength increases. It's not just What about the extra food? Oh, yeah, the extra food is awesome, but like I mean like the way that it can fuel your performance. I that's one of my favorite feelings in the world, just feeling strong and doing things that you weren't physically capable of doing the week before. I just think it's so freaking so cool. cool. It's so cool, man. It feels so cool. Um, I love it. All right. So yeah, I guess that's a wrap up for this episode. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Again, if you enjoyed the episode, please remember to repost it on your Instagram stories, tag myself, tag Tierra, tag the bodybuilding dietitians. And yeah, if you have any suggestions for what we would, you want us to talk about in episodes to come, maybe some extra details that we might have missed or just not thought about, uh, please DM us or contact us directly. Sweet. All right, guys. Catch you next week. See ya.